Counselors, approach the bench. I have no further witnesses, Your Honor. Curiosity, I'm allowing this freak show to continue. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. Overruled. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Welcome to Movie Mistrial. The podcast where we talk about the IMDb Top 250 and argue for or against the movies being on that list. My name is Johannes. And I am Raji. Today, we're talking about yet another film on that list. The animated fantasy film, written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki, Spirited Away. Spirited Away was released on December 20th, 2001, and stars the voices of Rumi Hiragi and Miyu Irino, amongst many others. Before we get Spirited Away into this fantastic world, let's uh, talk about your weekend, how it's been going. It's been good. It's been busy. Um, went to a couple shows. So I saw Hades Town um, for the second time on Friday. Um, interesting show, and interesting enough, it ties into this as well. Uh, happy to talk about that later. Um, and then uh, I saw a production of Romeo and Juliet yesterday um, oh, that was nice. bilingual, which was interesting. It was. Um, because switching between English and Spanish, and that was kind of trippy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting. Um, I enjoyed that production. It was uh, outside, and um, it was beautiful. Just the surroundings and the setting was was great. So, how was your weekend? Uh, my week has been quite static. I uh, I have gotten the dreaded COVID, as they say in France. Um, it's been it's been quite fun um but i've been trying to stay uh busy uh mm -hmm. stay i hydrated uh but trying to get my voice back so if you hear a little bit of crackling it's because of that yeah well i i wish you speedy recovery and uh, you know uh, it's good to stay hydrated, like back when I had. Yeah. Like that's like one of the main things I heard. I I appreciate mm. it. I will I will continue to work on staying hydrated, drinking lots of tea, some in increments in coffee, and drinking lots of water. Yes, Excellent. and also watching movies too. So you know that helps. Uh, that helps drives the time. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, I feel like I've seen a lot lately <laughs> since we last spoke, but, um, the, the latest one was spirited away last night. So we should probably go into that. Um, but All before right. we do that, let's hear a little synopsis. In this animated feature by noted Japanese director Hayao Miyazaki, 10-year-old Chihiro and her parents stumble upon a seemingly abandoned amusement park. After her mother and her father are turned into giant pigs, Chihiro meets the mysterious Haku, who explains that the park is a resort for supernatural beings who need a break from the time spent in the earthly realm, and that she must work there to free herself and her parents. Spirited away. Um, I guess I'll let uh, you decide if the spirits are on your side or not with the coin toss. I'll probably go with heads. Given my luck, it's probably going to end up being tails. <laughs> And it's tails. <laughs> when the world's uh, not for you, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I'll argue for this. All right, I'm I'm gonna argue against it. Cool. 
and without further ado, then, let's do this. The witness will address this court as judge or your honor. Ladies and gentlemen, wonderful people who are listening to this great podcast. Today, I'm going to be arguing against this movie, Spirited Away. Spirited Away is a movie that is steeped in culture. And I think if you don't understand the context of what some of those cultural themes may be, this movie is going to go above your head. So it may feel like it drags for a long time. um, And the themes are not internationally um, applicable. So without understanding the context of the film, um, you may find that the movie seems to drag on and focus focuses mostly on the fantastical without any major, uh, major, uh, what do you call it? Major lessons to learn from. Um, And I think that it's to the detriment of the film because it's a movie uh, written and directed by one person, but it was, you know, created by multiple people. But this is just a concept from one person um, that was released to the world. Um, And I think that, if you're not aware of the cultural, um, the cultural uh, underpinnings of this film, you may get lost in what he's trying to say. So that's the major argument that I'll probably have. Oh, okay. Um, so, like I said in the intro, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> I saw Hades Town this week, and Hades Town is a retelling of uh, a Greek tragedy Eurydice and Orpheus and watching this movie it dawned on me that that tragedy that myth is in this 100% so while Spirited Away is um, heavily influenced by uh, the Japanese culture and um a, a lot of what we see is heavily influenced by that. The core story of it all is so universal that it even tracks back to a Greek mythology. <laughs> that's um, so even people that are not um, as versed with the Japanese culture recognize a story here um, that is deeply rooted in in uh, a Western culture. You know, um, so I think the um, the brilliance of Spirited Away is that it um, is able to tell a story that is universally understandable because it's drawing from um, from from different pieces um, and and it's kind of inferring from different cultures um, and it's putting its own spin on it, um, but it's very understandable because the the foundation of it all um, is something that you can sympathize with. Um, now, if if you know if if you're not into um, like the visuals of it, or you know just just kind of the the um, the heavy culture aspects of it, I think that's a different argument. But the um, saying it is heavily cultured. Um, and it's uh, ultimately not understandable for people that don't understand that culture, I think is um, very flawed. I mean, I think that are you, I just want to verify that you're, com- you're done with your 
your mm-hmm. opening statement. I am curious to know what your your views of the themes are because I I have my perspective on what the film is saying. Um, and I'm going to go into my perspective uh, so that at least we can get a very uh, comprehension of what we're talking about. So okay. this film, the themes for me in this film are uh, the views of the traditional versus the views of capitalism. Um, and it's it's basically the old ways versus the new ways. And I'm going to talk about how that actually translates. Um the father and the mother um, walking, driving to a shrine that has been um, abandoned for years with moss growing everywhere. Uh, the daughter feels a sense of angst as they arrive at this location. Um, the father walks out into the fields, walks through the gates, and immediately attributes this location to a theme park that was built in the past, not um, appreciating the fact that it used to be a shrine to a god, um, they go have they go into the market. They see food that is being cooked, um, and they immediately assume that they can use credit cards and you know cash to pay for it. Um, they eat it and they're punished uh, for doing that by being turned into pigs. Um, the lady uh, Chihiro. Um, loses her identity by them stealing her name um, and they change her name from Chihiro to Sen. Um, but she fights to keep identity uh, and she goes through trials and tribulations to be able to uh, maintain herself. Meanwhile, the whole world around her is being surrounded by greed, uh, people who want more and more and more. And we have a no-name, no, no-face character who feels like he has no identity and is in love with Chihiro because she has uh, an identity that stands out from the greed around her. And he wants to be her friend and she doesn't want to be his friend because she doesn't want anything from him. But everybody else wants to be his friend because he can give them everything. Um, and in the end... They solve this by making sure they remember who they are um, and uh, going back to their roots. Um, this, the water spirit goes back to his roots. Everybody goes back to his roots and they find strength in that. So basically the movie is trying to say, we can't give up our roots um, for this new capitalistic ways. And we have to be able to maintain a balance between our roots and capitalism. So that's what the theme for this movie was to me. I am curious to know what the themes are for you. Yeah. Um, I think that shows the brilliance of this movie, actually, because there's many different ways to interpret this. Right. Um, I do think that there is, there is a, a story about greed versus um, humbleness. I guess it's kind of the opposite of that. Um, I take it um, more literal, but again, it's probably uh, heavily influenced by, by the play I've seen. But um, uh, kind of being a um, allegory for for death, you know, um, like when when they go through the shrine through the tunnel, they kind of go over into the the spirit realm and the death realm. 
and um, in order to come back, you need to remember where you came from, and you need to remember your name, and you you know, and and don't be tempted to look back, and because you know it it, it draws you back in, um, and all that, and and so I think on a, on a higher level, it's it's about that, um, and and how a very kind of naive and borderline obnoxious ten year old. Um, it's, it's kind of growing from that experience, um, and, and, you know, learns to not be as obnoxious anymore. Um, and then, and then within that, um, yes, there's a story about greed. Uh, there's a story about capitalism because the bathhouse is just, you know, oh, we make money, we make money. Um, but I think it's also a story about, um, being seen and uh, giving people respect, um and and we have two examples of that um we have the um the the stinking spirit um that uh hero is uh tasked to help um and she's technically set up to fail with that but um she is able to help and to 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 unstink that spirit and i think it's it's about you know what it's it's not the outside necessarily that counts but what's inside you and if you treat everybody humbly and um and equally then you let everyone flourish uh the other example is the um no face um ghost right and and then shihiro again treats him with um with respect, but also sets up boundaries, which is kind of interesting for a 10 year old. Um, and, uh, but by that, you know, she levels the playing field again. Like she, she, it's again, kind of the greedy and I need more, I need more, I need more. And she levels that spirit out. And, um, at the end of the day, what you said, that spirit wants companionship and does not want to be alone, right? So I think there, there's a lot of themes like that that you can find um, where you can find yourself in as well um, and relate to it, which uh, is even more of a reason that this movie is fantastic. That's uh, it, It's an interesting perspective, the one about death. I think it's, it's, it's not something that I've thought about. Um, but um, I will... I will also point out that you know the the spirit god the river god who goes in the stinky one um and goes in for a bath um and when chihiro goes in and they're trying to clean it up um when they pull the plug out what comes out is waste a lot of random waste based and i think that also falls into the themes of capitalism um where you know, all the things that we create and waste and we throw away, ignoring um, the things like the gods that we appreciate. And when we clean that all, uh, we get to see the gods again in all their glory. That was, you know, that's an interesting theme. Um, but I, I, I'm going to circle back to the main point that I was having at the very beginning. This movie is fantastical in appearance and anybody who sits at it and sits down to watch this movie will appreciate the fantasy 
but from a shallow perspective, this movie can go over a lot of people's heads. Um, and they could be wondering like, whoa, what is going on here? Why did the parents get turned into pigs? Why? It doesn't make any sense. And I feel like the themes are so complicated. And I think if you understand what the movie is trying to say, everything makes sense. But I think that for most people who watch, for a lot of people who watch this film, um, those themes will not be something that they appreciate. Um, and a lot of that will go over their heads. And I just feel like that goes against what this movie is trying to do. For I mean, I think that's the major problem that this movie will have. Uh, I, I disagree because I think, so there's layers, right? Like at, at, at the very basic layer is the story of her parents turning into pigs and she's on a quest to undo that and get her parents back. Um, if, if, if that's the only thing you take away from this movie, I think this movie still works. Um, and then it, it goes into more, more detail and goes into a little more um, spiritualness and it goes into more interpretive um, aspects of things. Uh, like I said, like... Um, capitalism and greed um i think you can you can also interpret um kind of the uh, exploitation of nature into this right with with the trash um and how that's that's polluting and corrupting the world um so so there's there's lots of sub or there, there's more uh, layers to this onion um but if if the only thing that you get from this is um, it's this fantastical thing. And we have this daughter um, trying to get her parents back. I think it's still very successful in, in, in that aspect. Um, it's, it's an interesting hero's journey in that, or <laughs> an interesting Chihiro's journey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but there's more if you want more, and uh, and and I think that makes a good good uh, movie, you know, be, because of that. Uh, because if you if you want to find more, if you want to to learn more about the the, the cultural aspects of this, um, and kind of have a better understanding of of where these themes come from and these spirits, um, this is a great platform to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, it still works if you if you don't necessarily care about that. Um, stylistically, it's very cool. You know, it's um, it's like the no face ghost is kind of legendary. I think at this point, it's very recognizable, um, and 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 it works uh, in that it is kind of a you know a feared, scary monster first, but then you see the the uh, human sides of things. It's just a, a spirit that wants to belong somewhere and wants companionship. Um, but by the, the way it's um, moving along the, the spirit realm, it's uh, scaring others. So it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that. So, so like I said, you know, I think that there's a lot here and um, depending on how deep you want to go, um, this can get even more enjoyable but even on a shallow level, uh, I think you can recognize um, the story and the the heart of the movie and enjoy it. 
So I think that my, I'm going to end my argument on that particular point. That shallow level, this movie doesn't make any sense. Um, they, there's, I don't know. I mean, there's some growth to the characters, but they, it leaves you with a lot of questions. Um, like, why did they get turned into pigs? What was it? They were going to pay, you know. Um, I think the themes of the growth in the characters, like the lady, um, Chihiro, are not as obvious as you would have wanted in a, maybe a Disney film where everything, the themes are like laid on a plate for you. Um, this movie requires work. Um, this movie requires multiple viewings to try to understand uh, some of the themes. And to be honest, I've seen this movie like 10 times, 10, 15 times now. So I kind of get all the stuff, but I can, I can tell you that the first time I watched this film, a lot of these themes did not even sink. Um, I, I, I have a daughter now, and one of the things that I found joy in was having my wife watch the film with me the first time. Like, this is 2015. Um, and when she watched it, she didn't think of all the themes that she thinks about now. Um, she thinks she thought about a lot of things. She was talking about how glorious the animations were. Uh, but you have to understand that all she have, she appreciates Japanese culture. Um, but all the characters in this movie are very Japanese. And unlike Western films, all of them are very nuanced. There is no bad person in this film. There's no bad guy. There's no, um, there's no strictly bad person. So all the characters have nuance and it's difficult to pinpoint who, who is bad or who is good. So you're now in a movie where all the characters are gray um, and you're trying to figure out what you're actually trying to do in this world. So, you know, I think the, the Japanese-ness of this film is probably what is going to work against it. And I was reading, reading some reviews online. I'm not just saying this out of, you know, the fact that, you know, I just want to say it. I, I was reading reviews online, and this movie ranges from 10 out of 10 for almost, what, 60% of the reviews till 2 out of 10 and 1 out of 10 for about 30% of the reviews. Um, because it's like, if you don't do the work, this movie makes no sense for you. Um, a lot of people talking about how they don't understand what the movie is about. They, they sat down through a movie that has no themes, um, and, you know, I sit back and I think about it and reflect on what they're trying to do. And I'm trying to understand why they could go through those, through that experience that I absolutely love, um, and not get that. And to me, the the answer is the fact that this movie is so steeped in strong Japanese culture. The characters are very strong Japanese characters, um, that if you're not willing to do the work, this movie is going to go over your head. Um, having said that, I I I have done the work and I'm going to be willing to talk more about that in general discussions. Okay. Um, I mean, just to, to touch on something, and I guess that, that might be a segue too, but um, like why they turned into pigs. Like the more I think about it, the more um, like my death uh, kind of theory kind of holds more to it because it's like, you know gluttony is kind of one of the deadly sins right so i i feel like that's that's kind of the the 
another interpretation of of what happened there and then we have greed um you know envy it's also so so like the that whole thing is in here as well um and i i'm pretty sure you can probably find all of those uh, in this movie all an example for all of those things but um but again interesting right because it's it's uh like that concept seems to be a very western thing um so it's it's fascinating to me how layered this is but um yeah let's go over to a general discussion and talk about it more sure your honor i'd like to ask for a recess welcome (laughs) to the sidebar (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) all right um so yeah, uh, like as, I mean, you said you you've seen this movie a bunch of times, ten times. Uh, I think it was my second viewing yesterday, and I know this movie is highly regarded by many people. Um, I think arguably my neighbor Totoro is probably the the more revered one, like from from the Miyazaki ones, but or from the Studio Ghibli ones. But um, this one is up there. To the point where it even kind of informed our, like, you know, like, work um, at the job we both had <laughs> at some point, right? And um, that's that's kind of interesting to me. But um, like I said, in my arguments, I think the, the, the reason why it works so well and the reason why it works for so many people is that you can take something out of it um, even if you've seen it a bunch of times. And you can take something different out of it, and um, that's a that's a strong point. You know, you. Um, I feel like it's it's not often that you get movies that uh, are as layered uh, at this time anymore. So it's kind of special in that regard for me. Um, with respect to your viewing, I, I, I'm particularly intrigued by your perspective on this film. Um, the whole death sequence never occurred to me. And I think oh. the more you talk about it, the more it makes a lot of sense. Um, I've never watched this movie and thought about the fact that, you know, these people are going through, uh, death. Um, they have to go through the gates of death and, uh, deal with all the deadly sins and try to remember themselves to be able to come back. Um, this never occurred to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very interesting to hear your perspective on that. I really enjoyed listening to that. Um, and I think that, I guess it's a reflection of how you view things um, that you get to see what this uh, this movie is about. And I think that's a a strong suit of the, you know, of this film. And it's probably one of the reasons why this movie is going to just keep on living on uh, for as long as, you know, for as long as ever. I don't, I'm not entirely, I think that what kids could probably get from this film um, is um, all the characters are, you know, there are lots of, you get a view of everything. You have the uh, gross characters uh, you have the very cute characters, you know, the bird and the rat, um, the mouse, I guess. Um, and you get to see some fantastical things like dragons, which are which was animated superbly as it wisps through the air. 
you cannot beat this film for the level of detail you have for all the characters. For example, one of the scenes that always makes me like blown away is when they're going through the flower birds um, and they're, you know, they're streaming in the, the way the character moves as they're flying through, as they're sprinting through the flower birds. It's so beautiful and so magically placed that you wonder why people don't do stuff like that. It's like this movie has like views. Um, it's from the mind of someone and you know that that mind is very magical. Like, wow. The ideas in this film are exceptional. And I would say if I was going to, um, if I was going to, Granted, anything I would say, like this is a Japanese version of Alice in Wonderland, where oh, yeah. you know you, you get to see characters who are living in their own world that they're not necessarily good or bad, but they have their own objectives, and they don't necessarily clash with the characters, the main objectives of the main characters. So instead of viewing people as good or bad, you view them as are they working towards helping you or are they working towards not helping you? Um, and I think that's how you should look at the film too. So it's, there are many ways you can look at this film and I think that's just the brilliance of it. Oh yeah, I totally agree. And, and um, before I watched the movie last night, I, I, I went in kind of thinking about, okay, what, what am I trying to look for to argue against this? Right. And um, I arrived at a similar argument that you did uh, with it's it's so culture, so so deeply rooted in culture that it is um, hard to understand um, for people that are not fully understanding that culture. But then I watched it and I was like, but wait a minute, there's so many Western artifacts in here. Uh, that I recognized. Um, and, and that truly showed me the brilliance of it because, you know, I'm, I didn't grow up with, with the, like a, a big knowledge of uh, Japanese culture, but I still understood kind of the trials and tribulations of this kid. Um, and I understood kind of the tragedy of it all, even though in this, in this uh, interpretation of it, it, it's not tragic because they, they all make it out. Um, and she she learned enough to not be just you know the naive little kid anymore and to and look look back. Um, so she grew. There's a tremendous amount of growth in there. Um, and, and sure, it's told through a very fantastical and and heavily cultured uh, angle, but you don't need to understand every nuance of it to understand what's going on and then kind of find. Um, a story that makes sense for you and, and makes this movie great. Um, and the more you learn about the culture, <laughs> the better it gets. So, mm. so that's why this is so, so good. Right. So um, like I said, I, I had kind of preconceived notions, but they were turned upside down um, last night. And that was uh, an interesting process for me as well, because I was um like minute by minute, I was like, okay, my argument wouldn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> because because there is a lot that you can you can find there that's um, that's universally applicable, and that and I, I think your comment with uh, Alice in Wonderland holds very much true there as well, right? Because it is similar to that, and it's also a very Western cultured yeah. um, text, and um, but but it's very similar, right? And like I said, the 
however you want to interpret it. Like, you know, if you want to take it to death, um, sure. Um, I, I don't think you have to, but it's there if you want to read it like that. Mm. And that makes it uh, that good. You know, you were talking about snippets of Western culture, and I've watched this film a million times, but yesterday was the first time I noticed, I noticed the the nod to the Neuschwanstein castle in the film. Huh. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you noticed, noticed it, but I've seen this movie like a, like 10 times. And yesterday was the first time I ever saw that. And I was like, wow, that is a, that is a nerd to the castle because I don't know if you saw it, but in the baby's room, there's a, there's a castle overlooking a hill with water surrounding it. And I was like, oh shit. Oh snap. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That is the Neuschwanstein castle that I've, you know, that I've seen. Um, but it's interesting, like all these nuggets and every single time you watch it, you find something new that you didn't notice before because you're looking deeper and deeper into what the story is trying to say. Um, and you, you, you're no longer at the surface level. You're now trying to figure, I mean, I think that's, it's brilliant. I, I I have nothing but praise for this film. Um, the only thing I wonder is why this movie is so low on the list. Um, but that is another conversation we can have. Um, but I I've, I've enjoy, I enjoyed this film, and I don't think there's any time I've watched this film that I haven't enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And I guess the, the the common culprit is life is beautiful. Why are you higher uh, <laughs> than this movie? <laughs> yes, I I don't understand why life is beautiful is ahead of this film. Um, <laughs> I, 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 my wife my wife thinks that you know our kid is gonna watch mostly uh, Studio Ghibli films growing up because. Um, I think that the fact that all the characters are very nuanced. I mean, I don't, we don't mind Disney films too. Don't don't get me wrong, but uh, I think that Disney films are more black and white um, compared to the nuances that some of the Studio Ghibli films are, bring to the plate. Um, and I think making people understand, maybe making kids understand the complexities of humans early. Uh, could go a long way in having them understand how the world is perceived. So that's basically the justification for that on our end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I saw uh, Lightyear this week. And at face value, that movie is very shallow, right, compared to this. Mm-hmm. And, like, the common critique I have with Disney productions at this point is just, like, it feels very... If it's so hyper commercial and if it's very calculated in um, that there are there are items in there that feel like they're part of the story just because they make good merchandise, um, but they don't necessarily have any real value to bring this forward, and I don't I don't get that feeling in this movie at all. Even though you could you could probably make a mint with uh, with a lot of like with that mouse. As a and I'm sure they did, right? But it doesn't feel like it's it's there to make a mint. It's it it, it tells a story more than anything, right? So, um, I I I I guess long story short, I agree with you that um, I I feel like these are stories that are um probably probably very good for kids, even though I artistically they. It can be a little scary, I think. Like Kamaji is kind of a scary person. Um 
the the head of the bathhouse and her sister like they they rules you know little freaky in the beginning mm-hmm. um but not everything is butterflies butterflies and roses right so i i, I think sheltering kids a little too much it's probably also not good. I don't know. I don't. I don't raise kids. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can I can totally. I I will say one of the things that I another thing that I appreciate is if you remember at the very beginning of the film where she sees the staircases to Kamaji's uh, workroom, mm-hmm. I remember how scared she was um, of going down, and uh, she had to slip to be able to run through all of that, uh, all the staircases. Um, and then towards the end, after Haku was being fight, had been fighting the paper, uh, paper army. Did you see how quickly she jumped up and she climbed a pipe? She didn't care anymore. She had grown so much within her short period of time, and grown so much bravery that she was just able to just run through the pipes and, and go up the the building to uh, to help Haku. Um, it's it's um, like nuances like that. If you don't, if you're not looking for growth in the character, you don't have to find that. But you know, um, if you're looking for it, you find it, and then you would appreciate it more. Anyway, we've we've talked we've talked a lot about this movie, <laughs> praising it uh, in all its forms. Um, yes, but um, I think I I think I am done. I think I have. All right. uh, I've said all I have to say about this film without giving too many. I guess this whole <laughs> movie is about spoilers, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Cool. Um, next up is Psycho. Um, the- I am looking forward to that too. You know, it's I, I, I've seen the film uh, once or twice. Um, the switch, anyway. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yep. Um, it's uh, another another great director. Uh, who knows how to do movies? Um, so let's uh, we'll save that for the next talk, next uh, discussion. Sounds great. Um, but until then, how can people find us and talk to us? They can find us and talk to us on all your favorite social media platforms that are owned by Elon Musk, um, Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> um, Facebook, um, and all Instagram. Um, you can reach out to us on email at. Uh, contact at moviemistral.com we're looking forward to hearing from you um, constructive criticisms or not you know we'll respond at our own acquiescence but I, we're looking we really enjoy this topic I really enjoy this topic um, and hopefully we can talk more during the next uh, next movie yeah sounds great alright till the next one